Welcome to the Stories She Sings, where we bring messages of biblical women to life through inspired songs. We hope this podcast will be a place of rest, refuge, and refreshing in the presence of God. It's time. 
Time to untie pretty ribbons Time to open life's gift box Reveal deep understandings Dress your soul in sacred thoughts It's time now to remember Your essence pure divine With the truth he'll set you free It's time to dance child It is time It's time An old Hasidic prayer says, There are three ways children express sorrow. Some children cry. Some children remain silent. Wise children learn to turn sorrow into song. By age 15, I discovered that sitting on my island bed with my guitar and writing the songs of my heart made me happy. I didn't realize it then, but I am aware now that it was as a youth that I learned that music was healing to the soul. I didn't know why I sang. I just sang. I found that through singing, my spirit was lifted and my mood was brightened. I began writing music by putting scriptures to simple guitar chords. I only knew three. Eventually, my own little handwritten verses became songs too. Just as the poetry of my heart turned to the lyrics of song, the simple everyday sorrows of a teenage girl turned into peaceful, happy endings. I was a very happy youth. I took voice lessons, wrote songs, sang about everything from a stubbed toe to a broken heart. I didn't know exactly how it worked, but I learned that when my heart was making music, I was the happiest. Music became for me the peaceful way to handle any of life's problems. I didn't understand then what was happening on a spiritual or metaphysical level. I did not comprehend that music is a form of light and has healing vibrations of its own. I did not yet know what I know now, that music performs a massage on an atomic level in one's body and creates a way for less desirable energies to be transformed into more desirable ones. All I really knew was that when I sang, I got happy. And when I wrote out my feelings and expressed them instead of holding them in, I got happy. And when I sang the heartfelt words I wrote, I got twice as happy. I had a quote on my wall at age 16 that read, I once wrote a poem that no one read. I once sang a song that no one heard. I once drew a picture that no one saw. And I was happy. Could Kearney 
class draw pictures as they listened to music blindfolded. I watched amused as they colored slower or scribbled faster to the tempos, rhythms, and beats of the songs that I selected for them to express themselves to. I wondered how music could have such a powerful effect over someone so little. Their feelings and demeanors changed so quickly. Even then, I began learning by exploring my own emotions and feelings the mysterious power of music and the effect it had on myself and others. At 21, I met and married a man who loved rock music. 
Each time we journeyed anywhere in the car together, he insisted on choosing the music we listened to. The stations he chose had lots of bass electric guitar. The lyrics were undefinable to my ear. The drums were too heavy, the voices guttural and gasping. I knew I didn't like these sounds very much. I especially didn't like the way they made me feel. The rhythms made me feel less than comfortable. They actually were quite agitating. Kindly, I would suggest we find something we both could enjoy. When you drive, we'll listen to your music. So can I drive, I would suggest? No, it's my car and the man is supposed to drive. I remember that it felt like a form of slow and drawn-out torture to have to listen to music that not only didn't speak to me, it shouted at me. It didn't express any part of my heart and soul. I would become anxious and often teary. Eventually, I resorted to wrapping my baby's cloth diapers around my head so that I could drown out the sounds that so blatantly disagreed with my spirit. but not everyone speaks the same music. For my husband, his music got his blood pumping. It energized him. He loved it. And yet, that language or style of music completely depressed and disoriented me. Twenty years later, my 16-year-old son took a liking for the very same music that my husband played in the early 80s. I could not understand why, whenever we went driving alone together in the car, when my son played those old familiar songs, I felt like crying. One day it dawned on me that the memory of not having a choice about what music I would listen to and the distress and frustration it had caused me 20 years ago had actually been locked into the cellular memory in my body. It was only when my son played certain songs that memories from decades before were unlocked. The dam of silence was broken and at last I was able to verbalize and deal with the suppressed anger I felt for not being able to choose the sounds that entered my space. I had never verbalized or released these feelings. Suddenly I began realizing that music truly does have both a powerful, positive, or negative effect on the human spirit.
can know the heartache you are feeling deep inside. Who can know the burdens you've carried all your life? Darkness fills the daylight, and the road is much too long. Where are heaven's answers and the strength to carry on? When the night is lonely and your pride and fear depart, when the tears have fallen and the questions fill your heart, think of how he loves you, how he longs to bring you home. Reach out for his guidance; he has walked your path alone. Let him heal your heart. Remember every promise he has made. One Sunday morning, I attended a choir rehearsal. I was one of the very few that attended the rehearsal that morning. As the choir sang, I felt the vibrations of the music soak into my being like water into a sponge. I was filled with the most exquisite feelings of joy, happiness, and incredible peace. You may have experienced the more positive side of hearing that old, familiar love song, and being reminded once more of the person you were smitten with at the time the song was popular. The flow of emotion can be unlocked and sent currenting again through one's being, not only by an old song, but by scent as well. I had a client who doubted that aromatherapy worked, but she obliged me by coming to my classes anyway. One day before class started, she shared with me that a funny thing had happened to her the day before. She had run out of her favorite hairspray and grabbed a bottle of Final Net at the grocery store. It was so strange, she admitted. When I used that hairspray, it brought back the memory of a former boyfriend I had 17 years ago, when this was the only hairspray I ever wore. I remembered him and the sadness of our breakup, as though it happened yesterday, just by the smell of that final net. I laughed and said, "You just proved it. Proved what?" She asked, "That aromatherapy really works." As I reached my mid twenties, the songs began coming again in the middle of the night. I learned that combining lyrics and sounds could have a very softening effect on both mind, heart, body, and spirit. As my relationship, marriage that is, grew more and more troubled, I realized that the gift of song was assuaging deep feelings of emotional isolation, spiritual bereavement, and a loneliness that I could not bear alone. Looked into the 
the sky above and wondered when her prince would come. Someone who would lift her and tell her she was beautiful. Now the day And all that could have has gone wrong And you have left this dream behind You have kissed your prince goodnight And look at me with open eyes I'm the one you dreamed of As my relationship, marriage that is, grew more and more troubled, I realized that the gift of song was assuaging deep feelings of emotional isolation, spiritual bereavement, and a loneliness that I could not bear alone. I arose at 3 a.m. every night to nurse my baby girl back to sleep. Those became my midnight feedings. That's when I began journeying with song again. I wrote He Knew My Heart, a musical journey into the lives of women in the scripture. The songs about these women became my traveling companions. As the isolation grew in my marriage, so did the spiritual gift of singing. Singing the praises and sorrows of my heart literally took the ache from my heart and transformed grief into comfort, serenity, and peace. I was able to focus on spiritual solutions for my less than desirable circumstances. The ability to express the innermost desires and feelings of my heart became easier. I never expected that these songs of comfort that angels ministered to me with in the middle of the night would ever be heard or given as comfort to others whose hearts were broken and who were weary in spirit. If I could speak with the tongue of an angel I would not weep for the way my heart must try To describe the yearnings of my soul in To love and to never let love die If I could sing with the symphonies of heaven The songs of the pure love of Christ With those whose hearts have been perfected The song that could transcend the darkest night If I could dance the dance of the angels whose hearts move as one with God above then I would dance my spirit Not having developed the talent for writing the melodies 
I sung them onto cassette and hid them away in a drawer, never imagining that these treasures would ever serve to bless other souls who were journeying through life carrying hidden wounds that could not be seen, diagnosed, or solaced. Not until years later, following my divorce, when I became a massage therapist, did I begin to understand the healing effects of music as therapy. After my clients would leave my office, later I was awakened in the night with songs of comfort, courage, and peace to sing to them at their next appointment. Many wept tears of gratitude, saying they had never had anyone ever take the time to sing to them. N. Shama Sterling writes, when a woman in a certain African tribe knows she is pregnant, she goes out into the wilderness with a few friends and together they pray and meditate until they hear the song of the child. They recognize that every soul has its own vibration that expresses its unique flavor and purpose. When the woman attunes to the song, they sing it out loud. They return to the tribe and teach the song of the child to the village. When the child is born, the community gathers and sings the child's song to him or her. Later, when the child enters education, the village gathers and chants the child's song. When the child passes through initiation to adulthood, the people again come together and sing. At the time of marriage, the person hears his or her song. Finally, when the soul is about to pass from this world, the family and friends gather at the person's bed, just as they did at their birth, and they sing the person to the next life. In this African tribe, there is one other occasion upon which the villagers sing to the child. If at any time during his or her life, the person commits a crime or aberrant social act, the individual is called to the center of the village and the people in the community form a circle around them. They sing their song to them. The tribe recognizes that the correction for antisocial behavior is not punishment, it is love and the remembrance of your true identity. To your heartfelt prayer If I could be the reason I'd show you that I care If I could be the whisper I'd calm your troubled heart And with each passing season I'd light the way when it was dark If I could be the solace I'd ease your burdened mind Free as the river Letting go of pain in time If my heart were an ocean I'd hold a million tears If I could be your angel I'd caress away those fears If I could dance above the clouds When you recognize your own song, you have no desire or need to do anything that would hurt another. A friend is someone who knows your song and sings it to you when you have forgotten it. Those who love you are not fooled by mistakes you have made or dark images you hold about yourself. 
They remember your beauty when you feel ugly, your wholeness when you are broken, your innocence when you feel guilty, and your purpose when you are confused. You may have not grown up in an African tribe that sings you a song at crucial life transitions, but life is always reminding you when you are in tune with yourself and when you are not. When you feel good, when you are doing good, it matches your song, and when you feel awful, it doesn't. In the end, we shall all recognize our song and sing it well. You may feel a little warbly at the moment, but so have all the great singers. Just keep singing and you'll find your way home. began learning that in order to heal the hidden wounds of the heart, music was a vibrational soothing balm that could enter into places that a physical ointment could not reach. Combining aromatherapy with the music began anchoring in the affirmations and imageries of the song with scent, and thus the peaceful way musical and aromatherapy duets was born. I instinctively knew that to reach those hidden wounds that are infected with the energies of loneliness resentment, anger, despair, sadness, fear, doubt, and other such emotions that are locked into the cellular memory of the glands, organs, tissues, systems of the body, 
it would take the healing vibrations of touch, smell, visualization, and hearing soothing sounds to transform those energies into positive and more joyful emotions. And thus, music brings about a rebirth. Within white cocoon wings Softly start to stir A time to live, a time to die Life's purpose calling her Time to fulfill the measure of Her creation now Time to unfold wings of pure gold Time to Soar into the sky How can she leave this chrysalis So safe, so warm, so white Content to stay another day Her wings kept still from flight From the book of Sound Energy we read the human being is therefore likened to a very complex, unique, and finely tuned musical instrument. Every atom, molecule, cell, tissue, and organ of the body continually broadcasts the frequencies of physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual life. The human voice is an indicator of its body's health on all these levels of existence. It establishes a relationship between the individual and the wondrous network of vibrations that is the cosmos. In ancient societies of Egypt, India, Greece, and China, to name a few, music has played a vital role in just about everything from health to architecture to politics. They believed that music was the bridge linking all things. Physical forms were considered manifestations of music, and it was held that life and health depended upon harmonic balance of ratios and relationships. In ancient Greece, for instance, one could not become a physician until he had first become a musician, and prescriptions often included rhythmic singing and chanting from selected sacred melodic sequences. Many years ago, I was waiting in a parking lot outside of the University of Utah Hospital for my brother-in-law. I noticed people with broken arms or on crutches hobbling through the doors of an impressive building designated for the healing of the human body. At that time, still struggling with the void in my relationship and not yet diagnosed broken heart, I began to pray. There is no degree for healing the brokenhearted. You can't go to school to learn how to detect one, much less fix one. No one can even see a broken heart. Everyone avoids those who have one as those they have leprosy. No one even knows what to do with one, and everyone who has one is in denial about it. If I could be anything, Lord, I would want to be a doctor for the brokenhearted. White pillars, sweeping staircases, an empty ballroom floor. Deep velvet curtains opening, reveal a heart, an open door. 
a stillness in soft chambers the music quickens now before an unseen audience gracefully she bows all the walls have tumbled down revealing pillars of great strength grace the vastness of her choice She's conquered fear at length The rubble swept, new gardens kept She'll dance among the stars Chamber doors are opening Joy steps into her heart Dance with joy into a fullness The pathway's being cleared Fears illusions are all passing The smiling face is near Sometimes, the little prayers we pray when we don't realize that divine ears are listening are answered in the most unusual and mysterious ways. Years later, I find myself involved in one of the most tender works I ever could have imagined myself doing, tending and ministering to the brokenhearted with the sound of music. It's a great work to be involved with and a mission I cherish. It is still my desire to minister to the brokenhearted and to assist in reaching the human spirit with the healing vibrations of sound, music, touch, scent, visualization, affirmations, and healthful eating to mend those hidden wounds that no one else but God himself can truly see. She never knew she was a princess, never knew she wore a crown. Never knew she flew on angel wings Never danced in flowing gowns Never walked within pure palace walls With a prince close by her side She longed for happy ever afterings Like old storybooks describe In those castles in her mind in armor shining bequeathed her with the scepter to break down those walls confining he placed on her head a golden crown clothed her in robes of white you are my fair lady now queen of honor truth and light he smiled The truths I see instead You're a woman of honor A daughter of nobility Rise and wake the goddess now Claim your... If we could put a heart broken and scarred under a microscope and see the emotional achings manifesting themselves as rips and cuts and tears and then pour the healing balm and vibrations of song and scent into those open and festering wounds. I believe and have faith that we would watch in amazement as the rips began to mend, the cuts began to close in perfect alignment. For that is what I see in my mind's eye. I see song as living and cleansing water. I see the vibrations of aromatherapy as more than just a scent, 
but as healing balm for the soul. I see the wounds being cleansed and having perfect closure, finally having been acknowledged, addressed, and ministered to. Most importantly, I see the Savior himself standing beside the wounded one, invisible perhaps to others, but coming to the aid of those who have suffered trials and torments that only he alone can succor. I am merely a midwife, so to speak, helping souls as they give birth through their own painful experiences in life to their own human spirit. dear friend, after her brother's death was a precious moment for the both of us. I carefully selected the songs I would sing to her. I chose the sense to have her breathe in and out the trapped feelings over the loss of her beloved brother. I even was able to assist in massaging her feet. After the experience, she slid from the recliner onto my lap and embraced me. In that moment, I understood why the Savior told his disciples after washing their feet, that they too must wash one another's feet and that soon he would leave them. But concerning the ministering to others, he added, if ye do these things, happy are ye. If the sun goes down on this world you know, what will you leave behind? And when the time is up and the journey's over, life stand for If not love then what else If not compassion what else could matter If not to give your whole soul 
following statement. Man of himself is an instrument of music, and when the chords of which he is composed are touched and salute the ear, the sounds appeal to his spirit and the sentiment to his understanding. If the strains are harmonious, he endorses and enjoys them with supreme delight. Whether the tones are from a human voice or from an instrument, they arrest his attention and absorb his whole being. joy in my existence. That is when he spoke peace to my mind and shared with me that if I would be about my father's business that I would find peace and rest in this life. I knew that the remainder of my life would be devoted and dedicated to increasing others' levels of comfort emotionally, spiritually, mentally, as well as physically. Two months later, I found myself enrolled in massage school, combining the sense of pure touch the sense of smelling God's own creations, the sense of hearing beautiful words of comfort and hope, and the visualization of the Savior's love working His miracles in our lives is what faith in Jesus Christ and healing is all about for me. Peace in 
party to begin following the trail of praise in the topical guide of the Bible and see how often praise and singing is linked to the spirit of worship and of expressing gratitude. Singing matters of import, consternation, whether joy or sorrow, past, present, and future, seems to be more than simply an opportunity, but a requirement of deity. For the hidden wounds of the heart and the spirit, there are no scalpels, no knives, no needles, no thread, no numbing medications. There is only beauty all around, where there is flowers, where there are songs, where there are scents, where there is compassion, where there is pure touch, where there is faith, where there is hope, but most of all where there is charity, even the pure love of Christ. He is the healer, the giver of good gifts. Music is a good gift. We are his instruments. Whenever I hear the song of a bird or look at the blue, blue sky Whenever I feel the rain on my face Or the wind as it rushes by 
whenever I touch a velvet rose or walk by our lilac tree, I'm glad that I live in this beautiful world. Heavenly Father created for me. And to conclude, this promise. When this subject is studied and sought after by the singers with their whole hearts, their songs and anthems, and their minstrelsy, will soften into celestial melody, melt the hearts of the saints and draw them together as the magnet needle is drawn to obtain what characterized the ancient Zion of Enoch, then the Zion of the last days will become beautiful. She will be hailed by the saints from the four winds who will gather to Zion with songs of everlasting joy. Then Zion will be free and to God and the Lamb will the glory to saints, the boundless joy. The time is short. There is no time to waste energy recycling old hurts and repeating the past. Healing can occur in the moment by embracing the atonement of Jesus Christ. The promises are profound. A musical stewardship truly matters. Let us go forward with new light and new power to fulfill that stewardship as we sing our way to heaven on earth. Reaching out into the darkness Without a hand to hold No one to lead me heavenward No love all of my own Faint music softly playing Songs of my heart keep praying Won't someone ask this heart to dance The spirit gently swaying me Reach through endless darkness, find an ancient hand to hold. My heart an empty dance floor, he can heal me, make me whole. He'll cradle me, he'll comfort me, smile softly in my eyes. Dance my heart to heaven now, through azure-colored skies. Will you dance with me, sweet Jesus, with grace through life's passing seasons? I'll follow you, stay close, be true, dance each step you bid me take. Teach me to dance with grace, sweet Jesus, 
about musical and aromatherapy duets, Sense of Peace Essential Oil Company, or New Life Herbs, call 801-766-9668 or 801-427-1047. Any music by John Canan or Karen Grant that has been represented here in small samplings and excerpts may be ordered by calling these phone numbers. Thank you, and have a beautiful, peaceful musical day. Could it be he sent you to me to show me a better way? Could it be he found a friend for me to lead my heart away from all ties that bound me from loves that From hearts that never knew me To shepherd one lost soul Could it be he's building bridges Connecting worlds apart Just in time you called my number The last train to depart To leave the only world I knew And I couldn't quite embrace Goodbyes aren't my forte Letting go too hard to face Now I can wait another day To find what I'm searching for Or take the road less traveled By the one I've never tried before My spirit's free to dance and sing This ticket leads to Prison door is opening, the truth has set me.